Hey guys, welcome back to another week of Autastic, your comedian's guide to autism. I'm your host, my name is Kirk Smith, and my co-host and friend here... Graham K. Hello everybody, Ooh. welcome back. Uh, Kirk, how are you doing, buddy? Where are you these I'm days? I'm good. I just got off a cruise ship. I've got another chest cold. That's kind of my move, if you guys don't know. Perfect. I, I get a lot, of, a lot of sicknesses from going from 80 degree weather to 20 degree weather, as it is in New York City mm -hmm. today. And it's been a little chilly. <clears throat> I got a little cold. But uh, I'm good. I'm doing good. I'm ready for spring. I'm ready for spring. It's always good when your voice goes up two octaves. That means you're not lying. And uh, how's your how's your son JJ? Is it getting warmer in Sweden? JJ's doing good. Had a little snow yesterday, which he was excited about. I've got a trip coming up to see him in about three weeks that I'm excited about. I and, know. Uh, when did you? That's so exciting, though. When did you finalize that? Uh, last week. Um, uh, yeah, made the decision. I need to go see him. I, I'm hoping that the um, the testing mandate for America will be lifted by then. But mm -hmm. if not, I'm willing to take a risk. That's what we're going to do. I feel like I've been waiting long enough. Mm -hmm. I feel like the rates are <coughs> way down, supposedly. So I don't I don't know anything. What do I know? But uh, I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited to see him. Now's the time to do it. Um, you miss your boy. Yeah. It was heartbreaking. It was a long time ago. That you haven't seen him in almost a year, right? No, no, no. Six months. Six months, yeah. Six months, because, right. Because uh, you were supposed to go. I was supposed to go in December, to go a little... but I went in October. So yeah. Right. Okay. Yep. So it's uh, right. it's time. It's time. But uh, it is time. Yeah. Yeah. The Omicron thing screwed up my plans. Like a lot of us, you know, there's a lot of people going through a lot worse, where their whole you know routines are unsettled yeah. and yeah, also people with things. autism. Yeah. Yeah. People. People. Yeah. Uh, like go ahead. Like my brother, he's. How is Peter doing these days? See, uh, now your parents are out of town, right? So he's solo, solo Pete. Yeah, he's been solo for since January. My parents are coming back home in a couple days. I am actually in South Carolina visiting Ooh, my parents. Ooh, sounds fancy. And um, we were—it's not—we they have a a small little apartment. It's nice though. It's a good area. And um, anyway. We uh, we were talking last night over dinner about how could we possibly get Peter down here next year because they they winter it's too cold for them to in Ottawa to in the winter so they they like rent a small place in South Carolina during the winter with with some friends and um, they uh, they want to get Peter down but we decided last night that he could he could maybe take a flight. But he wouldn't be able to transfer. It's there's direct, no direct, right? yeah. There's no direct flights from Ottawa to South Carolina, so you'd have to transfer in like Atlanta, or maybe there'd be two transfers. So it, sure, I don't know if there's that many direct flights from Ottawa to anywhere in the south of America of the United States. Maybe, <laughs> no, maybe no. Florida, maybe. Maybe Florida. There used to be, but I, I don't need now. Probably not even Florida. So it's just. An impossibility. So we're thinking from Ottawa to New York City, which is insane to me. But whatever. It's insane. It's a capital city of the seventh richest country in the world, and there's no direct flight, and it's it it, it makes me so upset. Anyway, um, I live. I am Ottawa is a uh, provincial burg, <laughs> and um, Peter's sort of stuck there. So we got a a couple years ago when COVID just happened, we had this big awesome family trip planned where 
I was going to fly with Peter from Ottawa to Florida and we were going to and my parents were going to drive down from South Carolina and meet us in Florida and we were all going to go to the new Disney World exhibition, the big Star Wars Disney World exhibition. Now Peter obviously loves Star Love Wars, it. our listeners know. Um, I just FaceTimed him today and he showed me his shelf with all his figures, figurines and he moved them around like one shelf and that you know that was a 10 minute explanation um but he loves you know he's obsessed and that that all got canceled right and so we're still trying to figure out how to get him down i think what's going to have to happen is i will have to fly up to ottawa and then fly him down here and then when my parents drive i'll do it at the end of my parents stay and then my parents will have to drive him up right. back home but another thing is he doesn't want to come. So <laughs> there's that small issue. There's an issue of there is like you know since he's got his apartment any sort of attempt to make him go on vacation or visit someone for dinner basically even basically any disruption of his routine basically of his routine it, he feels like it's a it's a plot to steal his apartment love it so yeah to take away his independence my and it's interesting because he, he's becoming a bit of a hermit and you know i've talked about this 20 times on this podcast but he is um and you know it's it would be good to get him out and visit down here a bit my uh my my dad i was golfing with my dad today and he was saying like maybe it would have been a better idea if we put him in like a some like higher like like more not like a, like a facility like a group home right. that you know like an old folks home for people with autism yeah where he could come and go when he wants but yep. you know he was forced to use the same kitchen as other people and the same same like TV room you know he would have his own room with a TV probably but you know, just a little more social interaction with people. Yeah. And there'd just be helpers on hand um, to help them deal with stuff. But that is the it's funny expensive. thing about, about JJ is, um, it's, you know, after shows, sometimes people will ask me, uh, you know, they're curious, you know, because I'll talk about it almost every, every show on yeah. the ship. Any long set where I'm doing, you know, more than 20 minutes. I'll bring up a, a couple little jokes just for, I think it's, yeah, uh, to raise awareness. I think it's important to not, you know, hide people with disabilities. And, um, sure. And people will ask, you know, what's the facility like? And it usually starts with, oh, he doesn't live with you. And they feel bad. And then I explain, honestly, you know, he has a few medical things. This is right. the best for him. You know, he needs 24 hour care and, you know, he's mm -hmm. around the clock people there. And it's not something one dad who has emotions from the 1940s uh could handle so yes that's yes, you that's me yeah i'm not yes. built like that we're just i'm not natural nurturer i'm just not mm -hmm. and, and that's fine you know um, i am what i am so apparently i'm popular you're a great dad though on, on that statement but uh but yeah <laughs> so I, I i for us it was such a mixed bag and i felt so conflicted and every year that he's there it's just great you know i have these calls with him and he's happy and he's yeah so it's been you know knock on wood everything's been smooth you know so mm -hmm. 
been a real blessing. So it's a tough call. You know, it's a really tough call. It's hard to know. If, you know, it's so easy to second guess yourself as a parent. Yeah. And how, can he stay there indefinitely, or is there yeah. an end date? He stay there indefinitely, and that's one of the things that really gives me a little bit of uh, peace as far as you know, not worried that you know, I'm in decent health for my age, but that uh, I'm not worried that when I die he'll be homeless. You know, which would be the case if he yeah. lived with me, obviously. And yeah, I got one brother who lives in Ecuador, and he, you know he would be interested in helping me, but he lives in Ecuador, and another brother who lives in Dallas who is, would not be interested in helping me. But um, and then a sister who lives in Hawaii, which is also a long way away. So it's like, right. um, it's nice to have the, the you know the, the housing part at least settled. I know Jill Escher, our roving reporter, has talked about this with her with her kid, her son, who's very similar developmentally to JJ, and you know it's a real. She, she's a little got a little bit more means, so they they were able to set something up for themselves. But even so, it's still stressful. You know, you're still trying to find staff. Mm -hmm. You're still trying to. Yeah, so. Yeah, it's never easy, all levels. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was talking to my mom. I said, would you want to do like a five-minute interview uh, mm. about what it's like to to have an autistic son so far away and how do you guys deal with that? And she was like, I don't really, she, she said, like, what, no. what am I going to say? <laughs> No, well, she's she's like, look, what am I supposed to say? You know, he's got his live work play take, you know, who check in on him, and also he goes to dinner with them once every two weeks, and they Zoom call, and she's got family, like we have extended family, like our cousins, um, took him out for lunch or dinner the other day, mm. um, which was awesome. Mm. I love them; they're the best. And so she, my my mom was like, "What am I supposed to say? I'm lucky. You're not. You know." Yeah, it's tough. <laughs> it's yeah. tough because if things are going smoothly, then you feel guilty about it. Things are going bad, you feel yeah. guilty about it. It's really funny, you know. Yeah. I mean, right. I'm, a, I'm a God guy, so I would say the devil. But the devil really does a number on you, or whoever. What do you believe in? But where you're mm. not allowed to. If it's good, then you should feel bad about it. And if it's bad, then you feel like a bad parent. It's like well, you're allowed to have. You know, a little bit of a modicum of success and happiness in your life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm kind of talking to myself I mean, we, too here, but yeah. We, you, know, you, you are, you are, you are. I mean, you. What are you gonna do? We, we've talked about this a couple times, obviously, on the podcast, maybe a hundred times. But you're, you did the right move with JJ. He's in a perfect spot. So. And I, I know I, mean, I feel like I've said this more repeatedly the last few years, but if if that's an option for you as a parent and you're feeling guilt about it that's not don't listen to that voice that's not the truth mm -hmm. if, you, if you feel like you can't handle it and you've got a good opportunity to have him in a loving cared for place uh, yes if you don't let the reason that it stops you be because oh I should be able to handle that that's horse crap that's not true so well yeah go ahead no that's great advice I know that you know your ex-wife had some issues with guilt with concerning that exactly. and that's totally totally understandable uh, I was doing a little Googling. Um, I am in South Carolina. Now, this article is from North Carolina, but... Just over the border. It's a, just over the border. Um, it's a sign of... It's a good sign of things to come. Um, 
you know, it's this is a, a newly open center providing autism services uh, to host open house April 2nd. Um, this is in Asheville, North Carolina. A new clinic providing autism services. This is, by the way, ABC News. A new clinic providing autism services through applied behavior and, uh, analysis therapy has opened in Asheville. Um, Key Autism Services, which has locations in North Carolina, Georgia, and Massachusetts, officially opened its doors to the Western North Carolina community on March 14th. As the first ABA clinic in Asheville proper, Key will drastically improve access to evidence-based treatment for families in need that otherwise would be without, said Dana Miller, um, director of Key Autism Services in Asheville. The facility opening will help meet the expanding need of families finding autism services in WNC. As the CDC reported in 2021, that one in 44 children in the United States is diagnosed with autism or related disorder. Key Autism Services located at 200 Swanaoa, Swananoa River Road in Asheville is hosting an open house Saturday, April 2nd for the public. All are invited to attend. Um, oh, look at this. There will be uh, face painting, balloon animals, snacks, and even a visit from Spider-Man. I mean, Peter's got to come down. We got to we got to tell Peter about this. That'll get him down here. Love it. Um, the dynamic nature of the center allows for exploration and imagination. Learning has space uh, to thrive among the spirited themed rooms, sizable indoor gym, and charming circle time area. Miller said in a news release, the facility is designed to match the interests and learning styles of every unique child in an ongoing and meaningful way. Um, anyone just interested who is unable to attend the open house can call 828-470-7267, 828-470-7267 to, to schedule a tour of the facility. Um, Key Autism Services provide ABA therapy to bring about meaningful change to children diagnosed with autism spectrum disorder. Key's mission is to give its clients the ability to unlock their potential. Early diagnosis and treatment has been shown to improve learning, communication, social skills, blah, blah, blah. Still no word whether there's any sort of government funding that could help you pay for this facility. Sounds pricey, Kirk. Um, <laughs> But, uh, I mean, it's good that things like that are starting to open up, I suppose, and hopefully yeah, there's some sort of government grant or... Step in the right direction, and, and um, we know we've got yeah. listeners from all over, but anytime we see a, something local that pops up, I know I remember when I was in, um, in Tulsa and I saw some signs, we, we plugged it real quick, and so it's always encouraging. You know, I think we, we highlighted an autism center in Sri Lanka one time in this podcast, and so mm -hmm. if you're out there, it popped up. It's great. Mm -hmm. yeah, we appreciate it's it. great. Um, do you want to do the, uh, yeah, we've got the an actual regular, in, regular the news? in the news? Yeah, this is uh, on Spectrum News, which seems to be a really good uh, news amalgamator. What is that called? Where they like piece it all together? They pull together this autism. Aggregator. Aggregator. There you go. Um, DNA tags in placenta point to a possible autism-linked gene. A gene not previously linked to autism alters the expression of other genes associated with the conditions, according to a new 
analyst of DNA in the placenta. I don't know if you heard that honk, but that's proof that I'm back in New York City. Yeah. Placenta's genome comes from the fetus and has a unique pattern of melanation, excuse me, the suite of chemical tags called myelth group that attach to the DNA to regulate gene expression. The pattern may reflect brain development and a child's chance of having autism, some research shows. In the new work, researchers analyzed the levels across the entire genome of 204 placentas from the births of children who have autistic older siblings. Such children, Mm. known as baby sibs, that's you, Graham, have an increased chance of having autism. A stretch of DNA, you know that already, didn't you? I know, yeah, I did. The stretch of DNA called 22Q13.33, which sounds like the name of Elon Musk's new kid, but there you go. Which has not been previously... 33 is my favorite number. Hey, that is not a joke. That's Larry true. Larry Bird. Yeah. Larry Bird's number. Hmm. And he, oddly enough, just coincidentally, quickly, hey, what's up? my dad asked me today why 33 was my favorite number, and I couldn't answer him. Oh, that's And odd. now I know. Larry Bird? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> no, the Q22T33 in my brain. I'm just teasing. Uh, which is mm-hmm. not okay. So anyway, let me take a half a step back here. A stretch of DNA called 22Q13.33, which has not previously been linked to autism, tends to be less methylated in placentas from the births of children who are later diagnosed with a condition. The researchers found. Yeah. The findings suggest the finding, along with previous work from placenta, shows that the organ may quote unquote mirror the methylate methylation i feel like i'm mispronouncing it worse every time i do it the first time was not bad now it's getting worse methylation patterns and gene expressions levels in the fetal brain says lead Mm. investigator janine lasalle professor of medical microbiology and immunology in the university of california davis we used to play uc davis in basketball i had a great game against them 30 years ago anyway Hmm. we don't exactly know why that is lasalle said but it's fascinating (laughs) <laughs> it's exciting in that the placenta could be a good surrogate for what's happening in the brain during the development. The study suggests or demonstrates that the importance of the of the studying the oft ignored placenta to understand brain development, says Anna Penn, associate professor of pediatrics at Columbia University, right down the street here where I'm doing a set tonight, who is involved in the work. If you're going to understand the disease, quote, if you're going to understand the diseases we have to identify as potentially having an organ and fetal development, we can't continue to ignore the role of the placenta, said Payne Penn, who coined the term neuroplacentology. Placentology, mm-hmm. yeah, to describe the study of placenta efforts on the effects on the fetal brain and development. I'm going to jump forward a little bit because this is a quite lengthy science article. The findings demonstrate how genes and environment can both contribute to autism, says Magdalena Jackert Janika, assistant professor of psychiatrics at uh, Icon School of Medicine in Mount Sinai in New York City who was not involved in the work. Quote, if you have genetic and environmental factors that converge on the same biological process, I think it's really cool, she said. The example is, a s- is sorry, the sample is, sample is size is small. And there's a typo there. Sample size is small, I think she said. Penn said, though the studies of placenta do not tend to be much bigger. The researchers, quote, sophisticated and quote multi-step approach lends weight to the findings she said the use of techniques to sequence methylation across the entire genome instead of in certain areas also helps it's a very elegant study comparing the, uh, the methylation across groups rather than individuals may miss rare changes that contribute to autism in some people 
similar to how some rare gene mutations occur in a small subset of autistic people. Using methods to identify such rare changes could turn up more meth methylation factors that contribute hmm. to the condition. Well, you know what I'm going to say next, buddy. What do you think? Well, Kirk, I was thinking that, th I mean, it's always encouraging that we keep finding um, new inroads, positive inroads scientifically into understanding what causes autism, uh, possible inroads, I guess, in this uh, instance. And I and it seems like there is a new one, maybe uh, four or five times a year we read a new one. Mm. And I, I want, you know, there's so many different types of autism. I wonder if each one represents a, a type of autism. Like, I feel like this isn't a catch-all if they find that this is a this this part of the brain is larger in the fetuses when the fetus is growing maybe they can somehow do gene therapy and it can help it and then that person will be born without that type of autism but there will still be other types of autism being born I wonder I have no idea it just seems to me that there is a lot of different a lot of different um, scientific studies out there saying this could be linked to autism this oh well this could also be linked to autism such and such a study said such and such that this is yeah, so it, i think just, there's a wide spectrum i've got a benefit on yeah. thursday at the eastern illinois university for the autism department and they've got an opener i understand who has autism who's going to do 20 minutes before i go up and then i'm going to have to nicely explain their point of view is very real and they uh, have a, a autism, but that does not is not in any it's not similar to what uh, my son has. <laughs> because right. there's a very if you can get up and do 20 minutes of stand up comedy, then yeah, you know my sons can't do yeah. 20 words. So exactly so that's exactly what I what I did uh, when I had that person with autism opening for me. In uh, where was I? I was somewhere. Um, so it's it's it's. Do you remember that? Yep, I do remember that. It was a woman, if I recall. I had to just. Yep. Yeah, she she was great. I just I had it was at uh, Planet of the Tapes in Louisville, Kentucky. Give her a there shout out, if I recall. You you said her name. Like, yes. Next week, and uh, so and and I and I support that. I I think there should be. But you uh, have to like say there's a fine. But like, there's a even, big She difference. was way more functional than my brother, and I'm going to yeah. talk about my brother, and I don't want the audience to be thinking that. Yeah. I'm talking about somebody like her, so to me, then they're going to not laugh and feel bad. Yeah, know? to take it back to this thing with the study of the placentas, to me, this oh, is yeah. very helpful and good. However, there needs to be, you know, even if it's as simple as there's a scale, and like my son is at nine on the autism scale, and this girl's a two or right. a one or whatever, just so right. like, you know, what's the scale where he runs around naked and wipes his poop on the wall? Because my son's on that side. Yeah. You know, that's the poop yeah. Picasso, we call it. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a different one than he could do 20 minutes of jokes and open for me and, and drive me to the gig. He's, that's a totally different he's, kind of autism. <laughs> he's in his, he's, 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 he's stuck in his brown period. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. That's okay. Oh, that's for, for an autism um, podcast, that was great. Uh, that was pretty good, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, I will be tomorrow, uh, March 30th, if we can get this out tonight, March 30th, I'll be at Zany's in Old Town, uh, Chicago. The 30th, uh, 31st, I'll be in Eastern Illinois University at that benefit. I believe there are tickets still available if you're wanting to come down to Charleston, I believe is the town in Illinois. And then after that, that 
Friday the 1st, I think I am at the Laugh Factory in Chicago. I'll double check that. Check my Instagram for the, the first. So check those it other out. two are correct. And then I'm back on a ship starting Saturday for a couple weeks. Graham, what's going on with you? Well, tell you what, uh, if you live in the L.A. area, I'm going to be at the West Side Comedy Theater um, at uh, what is, what is 9 p.m. Um, on April 30th. Come check me out, West Side Comedy Theater, 9 p.m., Los Angeles, California. I hear good things about Los Angeles. And yeah, it, it's, uh, it's on the up and up in showbiz. Um, you know, what else do I got coming up? I am looking at my zooming through my calendar. Well, you I'm gonna that. be in the Looney Bin in Tulsa, okay, August fifth uh, uh, and sixth. Looney Bin, Tulsa, Oklahoma. I'm also gonna be in the Looney Bin, Oklahoma City, the following weekend, August twelfth and thirteenth. And I'm the right prior to that. I'm between now and then. I'm gonna be touring with Nate Bargatze all over America and Canada. So. Uh, Come, you can check my website, grahamk.com, to uh, see if I'm going to be in a city near you. Probably, I probably will be. And I was going to say, you know it would be great, and it would be great for an ep episode, is if you rented a, a conversion van and drove across the country with Peter. That would be quite a story. <laughs> that would be. It would be uh, really exhausting for me. Oh, that would be probably the, the whole story. It's just me. I know, I know, yep, they shouldn't have done that in high school, okay, <laughs> okay, yep. Uh, that's great, anyway, that's it for us guys, have a great week, you can do it.